Hello and welcome back to the PBS podcast. This episode is all about the mental recovery and struggles that come with sitting out because of a physical injury and the effects it can have on an athlete once they're able to compete again. Today I'm interviewing Ainsley Witte, who has had a decent amount of injuries and has spent a fair amount of time on and off the field because of them. Ainsley goes into depth about what being sidelined felt like and how mentally she had to overcome obstacles when she was able to play with her team again. Through this interview, athletes will be able to relate to the mental side of physical injuries that aren't often talked about and learn ways from Ainsley that can help when sitting out and getting back to it. This episode will also hopefully educate coaches on how to keep their athletes positive during timeout and how to make them as comfortable as possible when they come back. As I've said before, progress is a process and pushing an athlete before they are ready to progress to where they left off before getting injured can do harm mentally and physically. As spring seasons begin to start and injured athletes might be getting back at it after sitting out, it is important to be educated on the mentality and fear that can settle in the first time an athlete returns to practice to train and participate rather than just watching from the side. Ainsley is a great person and athlete who has a passion for mental health as well. She truly is an amazing person and obviously an amazing athlete. So without further ado, let's meet our guest. Okay, hello Ainsley, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Ainsley, a senior at Strongsville High School. I play goalie for the girls lacrosse team, and I'm committed to Ashland University for lacrosse. That's cool. So now we're just going to go into some questions right away. Um, The first one I want to ask you is, how does getting to play your sport help you in some way or another? So being able to play lacrosse um, initially started with me feeling like I had a purpose and a place of belonging, um, and I really relied on it to, like, encompass my entire personality Um, but now it's more of like a family Um, people that always have your back when you might not have your own and you have theirs when they might not have their own Um, so I think it really helped me figure out what feeling like being a part of a team a family and a community is like Mm -hmm. so yeah do you like your team sports better than like I mean I don't think you've competed I played golf for a little bit which is a little more individual but it's still kind of a team sport yeah but I like having, like, the energy of everyone there. Like, mm-hmm. it's so it's such a different, like, kind of adrenaline. Kind yeah, of definitely. Um, so I know, like, when since we've talked, like, off the mic and, like, since I know you and you're a friend, um, that you've had a lot of injuries, and <laughs> mostly to the head, yeah. concussions. Um, so I want to know, like, how many injuries have you had, and what yeah. were they? Yeah, so I actually do have a section in my notes oh, because people ask this question quite a bit when I tell them that I have had six concussions um oh my god yeah so I've had about one a year since eighth grade so knock on wood I don't get one this year yeah let's hope so (laughs) yeah seriously um they're not all sport related though which is interesting but three of them came from lacrosse one of them came from basketball and one of them came from a rerunning oh okay not fun yeah okay so Oh Before God! Them came from lacrosse, actually. And I know we had talked to you about like you kind of brought up the one time when I was talking to you about how this is like affected you mentally. So like, how do you deal? How how did you deal mentally with having to sit out of your sport the first time you were hurt? Yeah. So the first time I got hurt, it was honestly scary because, especially a head injury, you don't know um, what's going to happen and when it happens, your brain isn't working the way you're used to it working. Um, So I was like slurring my words a lot, um, just like awful headaches. Um, And then you get like a lot of like anxiety that comes with the concussion. Um, But then after the fact, 
it's a little more difficult to deal with it because now you have this ongoing fear of every time that you step into the goal or on the field um, or to like play your sport that it's going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had been experiencing a lot of like anxiety as in like fight or flight kind of thing and my body took the reaction of freeze. So I had gone through times where I would freeze in the goal and I I wouldn't move because I would like my body would be overcome with like paralyzation and stuff yeah um so I'd gone to my therapist and talked to her about it and this is like an interesting part of my life that like clicked that like didn't make sense to me at first was when she told me that I did in fact have like PTSD from it and I was like oh like I was like I didn't know that you could get that from that like I thought it meant it had to be like you know you hear of PTSD and it's so like stereotyped to like war veterans and like childhood trauma and stuff um but I had been getting like nightmares and flashbacks and just like these overwhelming feelings and Mm -hmm. that's what she said I had um that's crazy yeah so I still deal with it Mm -hmm. um and it's I don't think it's about like it doesn't get like necessarily like it doesn't go away yeah you just learn how to deal with it better over mm-hmm. time um so yeah, yeah no. lacrosse kind of started like my first little injury track um <laughs> Hopefully. Like, sitting out and stuff do you think like the other times that you were injured that it was the same like you felt maybe or like maybe you felt less fearful or did that trigger a lot more like I didn't even know you had like PTSD like PTSD yeah. episodes um kind of go into that if you can yeah so I think that as I kept getting them each one got more and more stressful because not only was I experiencing like the intense like mental side of things I was also thinking about like my future like how is this going to affect me like Mm -hmm. multiple brain injuries like is this gonna like disrupt like my cognitive growth like I'm only 18 like your brain fully develops when you're 25 Mm -hmm. like is something gonna like happen to me so then on top of like the fear and like the trauma from getting hit you're also worried about your future and like especially this year I had a lot because I was like I'm gonna go play to college with this sport so like can am I gonna get there and not be able to do that um so I think that over time like they did end up getting a little bit more and more stressful and it became increasingly like difficult to try to cope with that because the feelings and emotions just kept getting like heightened and heightened Mm -hmm. over time I think it's important too that like we don't we can't heal mental health or like something like a mental struggle like you said like it's something you have to cope with and learn how to cope with Mm -hmm. um and that's where I want to go into that it's like what are some coping methods that you do use or hobbies you took on when you were out that helped you uh yeah Yeah, so originally when I had gotten my first one, I was in eighth grade, so I was like a pretty little kid, (laughs) Um, and I'm gonna be straight up, like for a while, I didn't have like any coping methods or like, and if I did, they were like probably unhealthy and I wasn't even aware that I was doing them, um, because you don't realize the impact that it's having on you until you like are able to look back at it and reflect on it, which is, like, now later on when I'm older. Um, But I do actually have this, like, hobby of mine that a lot of people don't know about. Um, So this is, like, a really fun fact. Oh, yay. Um, I love writing poetry. I just, like, think that it's, like, a way where I can feel like I'm getting my thoughts out but being so descriptive about it so that, like, I understand, like, a way to 
see that like the under I don't know no, like I know how to say mean. it like yeah. um like putting in those like adjectives and descriptions and mm-hmm. stuff like it all comes out and it's just like it makes sense to you and it's what you feel like yeah descriptively like what you're feeling and I mm-hmm. think like poetry is such a powerful thing um so yeah. I like love poetry no, books I love and that. I love like writing poetry and stuff because there's so many things you can do with it about like mm-hmm. healing and like overcoming things and stuff but it's also a really nice venting option yeah um because I had started with journaling and I just didn't feel like it was like for me I didn't like find a connection with it I wanted something that was like deeper and I could like really get meaning out of yeah so I actually do that a lot right That's now good um that's actually that's that's so cool yeah that's no beautiful. I, yeah. I love it um but when it came to like coping in the goal um after like concussions and stuff when you see like someone driving at you with the ball and you're like oh my gosh like my head like originally I'd like <laughs> freeze or I'd like duck and everyone's like you can't do that like yeah. you gotta like stay in <laughs> um so a lot of it had to do with like being realistic about things um and getting rid of, like, the worry of, like, there's, every time you get hit in the head, that doesn't mean you have a concussion. Yeah. Like, you don't need to freak out every time. Like, you have a helmet on that's protecting you. You have mm-hmm. a mouth guard in that's supposed to protect you. Mm-hmm. And I recently got this, like, cue collar thing that's supposed to help my head. <laughs> a little collar for you? Yeah. Cute. It's, like, supposed to help some pressure in my head or oh, something. okay. <laughs> um, so it's just, like, being able to, like, look around and, like, analyze like here are all the things that are in place that make you safe yeah and then the biggest thing to like coping wise is like knowing and realizing that like certain things are out of your control Mm -hmm. and like accepting that yeah being able to accept that like if someone hits me in the head that's not like something I have control over like that's an outside thing Mm -hmm. um so I don't need to stress about it because it's not something that I have control over. Did you, like, blame yourself? Like, because you said, like, it's not something I have control over. Did you, like, blame yourself when you got concussions or hurt? Like, that it was your fault that you, like, you know, I we have, like, self, you know, people are like, oh, yeah. okay, I hate myself. Why did I do that? It's so stupid. Yeah, like, sometimes I would go through time, so I'd be like, you're, like, you weren't fast enough. Like, mm-hmm. your reflexes suck. Like, you were, you were too slow. Like, yeah. all you had to do was move the stick right there, and you were too slow. Like, that's on you and your reaction time yeah. as, like, a goalie and everything. Um... So I definitely did, like, experience a little bit of that when I was, like, in there and I was, like, no, like, this is this is not, like, your fault. And at the end of the day, like, sometimes it's not really anyone's fault. No. It's just a sucky situation. Um, and that's, like, it's such life. a big acceptance <laughs> thing, yeah. It's life. That's what happens, unfortunately. But obviously you've also grown from it. Like, look at you. Like, oh, yeah. poetry, also poetry is amazing. Like, you can say so much with, like, just, like, a couple words. I know. Which is crazy. Okay, so... How did you feel when you were, like, initially cleared to play again? I know you said you were nervous, but, like, what other, like, were you happy at first? Or were you more, like, resentful? Like, I don't want to do this because, like, I'm scared or, you know, like, that type of thing? Yeah, it was, like, the journey of, like, being injured and coming back to it, like, the buildup, mm-hmm. um, especially with the trainers and everything. There's so many steps you have yeah. to go through to get back to where you are. Um, so I was definitely excited, and I was proud of myself because I had done – so much to like build up and get back to where I was because I wanted it so bad yeah um so I was definitely excited originally when I was first cleared but I guess when it comes to like first stepping in the goal (laughs) again after you're being cleared um that was definitely a little bit different um 
that kind of wiped away a little bit of the excitement yeah. and turned in like severe anxiety at first because I was like oh my gosh I haven't done this in forever like what if I'm like yeah. suck like what if I'm bad like what if like I don't like mm-hmm. do this right or I don't catch the ball yeah. or save the ball or something or like mm-hmm. I've gotten worse like yeah um so it definitely went from like it definitely bounced between those two, if yeah. I'm being honest. It went from, like, excitement to a lot of anxiety, mm-hmm. like, all around the place. So it was mm-hmm. it was emotional, mm-hmm. for sure. No, yeah. I think that's the other thing, too, is, like, we should learn to be kind to ourselves. Because yeah. I know a lot of athletes who, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, outside pressure. And I'm like, no, like, this is the inside pressure. I think mm-hmm. we're worse to ourselves than, like, parents are, coaches are. Uh, so, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I imagine it was very hard. Um, okay, so do you did you feel like strong physically when you came back, or did you like you said you kind of felt like you weren't sure like I'm not fast enough? Da, da, da. Was that more of like a mental thing you were like telling yourself, or did you were you maybe like mentally making yourself weaker than you actually were? Um, in all honesty, I think I did have like a little bit of both because you get initially cleared, you're not gonna be mm-hmm. like at a hundred percent where you were yeah. before. Um, so like yeah, my reaction time probably was not as fast as it used to be, considering I hadn't been practicing that because I wasn't allowed um but a lot of it like is mental Mm -hmm. um which like I'm gonna like probably keep stressing the whole time is because like so much of it is like mental and like the way that your brain functions like ever taking like a neuro class or a psych class or a science class where you talk about like that kind of stuff like it's so like your mental controls so much of your physical so, like, when I think to all the things about, like, physical, like, you physically feel sick or you physically feel slow, like, I realize now that that's, like, that was my brain, like, yeah. slowing down and hesitating to do things because it was so nervous and scared. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I felt, like, pretty strong physically since I had been, like, working to come back at the trainers and stuff. Um, but mentally, I think I was just somewhere in the middle. Like, I, I was excited to be back but then I was like fearful and then yeah. you get like all these emotions and these feelings and mm-hmm. then it translates to your body so like yeah I guess solely physically I was pretty strong like I was in good enough shape and everything but then like mentally that does like have an impact mm-hmm. on how you are physically no, yeah. then yeah and there's like there's a book I forget the name of it but it talks about how like your mental like or even the trauma that you go through that you think is all outside maybe it's not physical like manifests into like physical things that you feeling and like mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um how were your coaches when you were injured and how were they when you came back? Um <laughs> this one is a little yeah. interesting for me. Oh god. Um so when I had gotten hurt the first few times um some of my coaching was like supportive like my club coaches were super supportive um and when I would come back they would be like hey like you know if you need to sit out like something becomes too much for you or you feel like this drill isn't for you like go for it like yeah we just want you to be like safe and okay so that was like my experience with club coaches um school-wise with the coach um he's no longer here anymore but um a lot of it was I didn't feel like I was a part of the team anymore. Um, um, yeah. I felt like I had got, like, just, like, pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, I went through a few times where there were a few times I was left off of, like, the roster when it was sent out. Yeah, I wasn't even on injured reserved. Um, so I think that definitely, like, posed a challenge for me because I'm already trying to, like, mentally get over the fact that, like, You're not playing. I'm not going to have, like, a full year of lacrosse this year, and I haven't had a full year of high school lacrosse yeah. yet. 
Um, and that wasn't helpful to, like, I felt, like, unsupported in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely added, like, an extra stressor on me that I, imagine, yeah. I just felt like that team that I had always, like, played with and wanted that family to feel a part of, like, I felt like I wasn't a part of it anymore. Um, so that was probably, like, one of the rougher sides. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that no, one was, yeah, that that one one's, was rough. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of athletes say, like, the hardest part is, like, being separated from the team. And I think, did you, like, show up and stuff to practices even though you were injured or, like, you know, do that type of thing? Yeah, I showed up to yeah. everything. Like, yeah. you make it a point, um, even though it's, like, extremely difficult. Yeah. Like, especially when you show up to practices and games are, like, the worst sometimes mm-hmm. because you're just, you're watching and you you're you want to be so, like, positive and happy for your team and you are happy for yeah. your team. Um, but then you can't, like, help but get into that little, like, sad area yeah. that's, like, I want that to be me. Like, I want to be out there doing that. Um, But I I did go to everything, and, you know, you do your best you can to support people. No, yeah. Um, But you have to be, like, understanding with, like, yourself that, like, it is sad and it is going to suck. So, like, maybe if you're not 100% positive the whole time, like, you're human. That's okay. Um, But as long as you're doing the best that you can to be positive and supportive of everyone else... Um, then I think you're still being, like, the best teammate that you can, you know Yeah, I mean? and I think you as even, like, showing up, even though you were injured and stuff, it talks a lot about your character as, mm-hmm. like, someone who does appreciate the team and also, you know, loves the sport and despite, you know, everything that's going on with you because of all the injuries and stuff or you're injured that time, uh, you were able to just, you know, be there for your team. And I think that just shows – just showing up is enough, I think, sometimes. And we have to realize that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then how are your teammates? I didn't put that in here, but how are your teammates? Um – a lot of them were actually, they were really supportive. Um, I've been lucky to have, like, a good group of girls with me all this time, especially since in eighth grade it was, like, most of the same group of girls. You know, we've had oh, some yeah, people come and some people leave. Um, but, like, our middle school youth team, I had originally, like, I had gotten my first concussion and it was, like, awful. And they all, like, made me this poster and wrote nice things on it and um, dropped off, like, cake at my house Aww. and stuff. Um, and then when, uh, like, two years ago, maybe, when I got hurt again from one of the games, I remember a few of my teammates came over and they put balloons up in my room oh. and, like, these green and, like, yeah. black and white balloons, and they were, like, all over my ceiling and everything. <laughs> um, and then when I had come back last year, um, the whole team made me a sign that said, like, welcome back, Ainsley, and they all wrote, like, nice little messages because it was my first game back. That's so cute. Um, so I have had a really supportive team, especially during practice and on the field. They're they're very protective yeah. over me, and they have, like, a mature understanding of, like, I don't need to rip the ball right now. I'm at mm-hmm. practice, and, like, my team's safety comes first at practice because yeah. it's not a game. Um, so I'm always getting, like can you, like, move out while I do this shot? I don't want to hit you in the head. And, like, I respect those people so much because I feel so respected about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't take it offensively. Mm -hmm. I used to take it offensively, like, what do you mean, like, you don't think I can do it? And now it's like, no, it's because people care. Yeah. And they don't want that bad thing to happen again. So I've been so grateful to have such good teammates throughout the years. It's amazing. Like, team, the whole team aspect, how people come together and just create a family. And then also, like, just allow, you're allowing yourself to get help. Like, you know what I mean? Or allowing yeah. them to help you. Because I think that's, like, the first step 
when you're realizing you're again coming back and like mm-hmm. yes you can help me yes that's yes, okay to lean on. yes uh so now that we're kind of wrapping up your story but there's still there's you know you you gave us a lot um yeah. what are some tips that you can give athletes that may be sitting out right now um or people that are going back uh into it like into it after injury yeah so i think that the first thing which is probably the hardest i think is to accept it yeah um is to not sit there and think about it over and over again and think about the ifs and the buts and the what's of like what else could have happened like if I did this differently if so-and-so did this differently um you just have to accept that like it sucks and it is what it is right now um but I think the acceptance is like the first step in like moving forward and growing and healing from it um because once you accept it and everything it makes it so much easier to sit there and go to practices and watch or to go to like physical therapy or whatever you're in right now or to even just like sit there and like relax and be by yourself things that you're not used to doing and feeling um being able to accept that is like gonna help you become like the most one of the most resilient people in the world Mm -hmm. is when like you control what you can control as in like I can control how hard I work to come back like I can control, like, my attitude as best as I can, like, on the outside. That doesn't mean it needs to be perfect because yeah. no one's perfect, but you do that the be- you do the best that you can. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the most important part is, like, being able to accept it and then doing the best that you can to get back to where you want to be because you will come out so much stronger yeah. once you have to fight through all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really changes you. Um, no, for sure. So that's, like... An, that's like a big part of like the journey. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, you get a lot of mental toughness from sitting out. Oh yeah. And I know. I mean, I haven't. I would say I haven't had as like a long injury. Um, knock on wood. But um, Seriously. I've had like I had COVID and that took me out for like two weeks and like mm-hmm. then I had the state indoor meet the next week or whatever and like you're just you're nervous but like again they get to accept that like you said, you can't control everything. Yeah. Um, do you feel, like we kind of touched on this just now, but do you feel that despite the hardship that injury brought you, it may have been needed and beneficial? Um, do you think, like, it allowed you to pursue other interests? Like, you kind of touched that on, too. But if you feel like that time away actually did, like, allow you to find yourself more and grow into a better person, um, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. You yeah, use. I feel like it took me to one of the darkest places at first. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, like, really rough, but each time you go back to that dark place again and you've gotten out of it before like you know how to get out of it again so you're more like aware of yourself and what you need um and what helps you which helps in every aspect of your life honestly when you feel like you go into a dark spot with sports if you go into a dark spot like in general with just like your regular mental health issues um or there's like a fight with like a family member or like girlfriend boyfriend like friend or something Mm -hmm. like you learn about yourself like what helps you and you are able to apply that to everything so I definitely 100% think that helped me so much more like as a person yeah and how I deal with things um in healthier forms than I may have used to because once you go through that like it's applied to everything mm-hmm. and it makes it so much easier and you're able to focus on yourself again sport takes up a lot of time it's a big oh, stressor yeah. and having some time away does you know does allow you to like look at again like coping stuff like what's healthier at this time uh so yeah and what do you hope you remember as you leave high school athletics and begin playing lacrosse at the collegiate level 
Um, I think mostly just, like, life is so much bigger mm-hmm. than just your sport. It can be a big part of your life, but, like, making sure that it's not my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's crucial to how you perform, too, I feel like. If you're not there for yourself, um, when you're by yourself, then how are you supposed to be there for yourself when you're competing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's, like, definitely one thing that I want to hold on to when I go to college and play. For sure. It's, like don't get wrapped up in, like, these expectations and standards and, like, performance things that you feel are placed on you and give yourself fair expectations where you're still pushing yourself but you're not being unreasonable with it. Mm -hmm. And, like, don't forget to, like, truly, like, live your life still. Like, Mm -hmm. such a big part. Plus, you're in college. You should enjoy some of the experiences Mm -hmm. in there. So I want to move on because you've had a lot of good points, and we definitely – Touched on some very, like, heavy topics. Yes. So I want to go into some fun questions to kind of lighten up the mood. Yay. <laughs> um, so my first one to you is, what is your favorite movie? Oh, 100% Lemonade Mouth. Oh, my gosh. That's I so good. That I love the songs from there. That's, yes, yes. I love the soundtrack. It's, like, on, like, a ton of my life yes. songs on Spotify that oh just God. come up, and they're just playing. No, I love those. It's, like, a modern version of The Breakfast Club, I feel like. No, it is, but it's, like, more fun and, like, <laughs> yeah. less, like, scary. It's, like, I targeted like more towards, like, younger, like, teens and stuff. But I love that it. movie when it came out. <laughs> I love Bridget Medler. Is that her name? Yeah. I love her. Um, okay, what's your favorite book? Um, I'm gonna have to, well, I've always been, like, such a big fan of the Harry Potter series, really? and that's, like, such a, I feel like that's such a basic answer, because, like, it's, gonna be basic. it's, it's so fine. widely, like, loved, but, like, I started reading those in, like, third grade, and I became, like, obsessed with them, mm-hmm. and I just, like, love them, like, they just, like, take, like, I wish it was real sometimes. Okay, like, but, like, I they have, like, an actual, like, package you can, like, order, and, like, you can get, like, a message, like, sent to you on your 13th birthday and everything, like, a whole, like, suitcase and stuff. No way. I'm yeah. doing that for my kid. Yeah, I want to, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I actually have not read all those books, which is crazy. Wow. I know. Really, you're a big reader. I know. <laughs> I, I, it's, like, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> what is your favorite, like, lacrosse, like, move with the stick or position? Um, so, I don't really do much with, like, yeah, I know you're moves and kind of stuff. <laughs> like, I guess, like, my favorite, I'll go with my favorite save. Like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, I it's probably where I have to, like, it, it's, um, it's on the left side of my body, and I have to bring my right arm across and drive my left hand up so the stick is like upside down on the left side of your hip um that one's my favorite because it took me the longest to like master because it was such an awkward position that sounds awkward it it feels awkward (laughs) yeah oh my gosh I give you a lot of credit I have no like coordination with that yeah I had some back problems oh (laughs) uh what is your favorite food I think this is like everybody asks this but this is an interesting one because I don't think many people know about it, but like okay. Cincinnati people definitely do, and like Columbus people do. Okay, it's called Skyline Chili. Stop! I know that my dad loves it. I love it oh so my gosh. much. It is. Good. It's like my favorite thing ever, and there used to be one up here around somewhere, and mm-hmm. it closed. So now, like the closest one is like like an hour away, and it's just so. Are you sad. close? Are you close to in Ashland? Are you close to one? I don't do you know? think so. Oh, that's sad. You'd be like, you know, join a tragic. But they sell, they sell ones that you can heat up at the grocery store. Okay, so, so you're, my mom gets me yeah, those right now. Oh my gosh, yes. So you're saved. It's okay. Yes. Um, what is your favorite social media platform? Oh boy. I don't know <laughs> if I really. 
I know. Do you not, like, like social media? You can say that, too, if you just don't yeah, feel like... I mean, I think it has its positives and negatives. Mm-hmm. And I think For that sure. each platform has its positives yes. and negatives. Um, so, I don't I don't think I really... I honestly yeah. don't think I have one. Like, I think I... Do you have, like, a least favorite one? Like, maybe you don't prefer one, maybe more than the others? You don't have to... You can just say you don't prefer or don't have an opinion. That's fine, too. Um, I... Like, for me, I don't like Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's a lot to keep up with. It's, mm-hmm. like, a chore. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, I think Twitter's, like, my funniest one. Oh, yeah. That's, like, that one's just, like, chill. Like, you yeah, don't need to true. do stuff on it. No one pays attention to it as much. Um, it's just there. Yeah, and like... then Instagram's, like, one of the more stressful ones because people are so focused on the numbers there. Oh, yeah. Um, which maybe is why I like Twitter a little bit because it's just, like, so chill and it's so, like, all over the place. Just conversations that are just yeah. funny. And, like, I love my, like, Instagram Explore page. Yeah, same. I like that. It's cool. so... <laughs> the little, like, Instagram reels. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite season? Um, I love the fall. Yes. Because it's just... It's like peaceful. Know. It's like magical. It's like yeah. all the colors changing. It's so pretty. And I have like this theory that everyone loves like the season they were born in. Oh, so that's a, that's a good that's a good theory. Like I think a lot of people a lot of people like that, but I just like the weather. Yeah, I like the weather too. It's not too hot, not too cold. Mm-mm. It's like perfect. Yes, it's like hoodie season. Period. I love hoodies. <laughs> um, what is one of your unpopular opinions? Oh goodness. I love hearing these, so I can't wait to hear it. Oh gosh. Um, I feel, like, so scared to be, like, Okay, you, you're not going to be, okay, oh my gosh, I'm having debate right now in my speech and debate class, and it's literally on cancel culture, like, I'm going, like, that it, cancel culture should not be a thing, so I will protect you, don't worry. No, cancel culture should not be a thing. Yeah. Like, oh god, don't even get me started, I have a, I had a whole debate in class about it. Um, I don't know if this is, like, an unpopular opinion, it's just an opinion that's, like, Yeah, that's fine. Double-sided, more like. I don't like know controversial, if it's like controversial yeah. I guess, but um, I think that social media has actually made people more sensitive to things and then react to them with like power because you're behind the screen. Yeah. So I think that like social media has honestly like increased levels of just like lack of accountability, mm-hmm. like. No, for yeah. so like ever since it came out and like, like lack of empathy for other people yeah like yeah. You, it's just so like oh I, I no can't. I agree with that no I agree with that 100 yeah. percent so I guess like if they come after you they can come after me too yeah. okay um what is your favorite color <sighs> I always get made fun of for this one it's gonna be like <laughs> yellow it's so specific oh god it's like a, oh gosh and I Go get ahead. into like arguments with people in classes about like I have these pair of shoes that are this color yeah. that were listed as this color on the website oh my gosh and everyone says that they're not this color and everyone I'm like but you're... look right here <laughs> this is what it says from those picky ones um, like yeah aqua. so my favorite color is seafoam green oh my god <laughs> Um, I don't know why, I just, like, love it, but the debate that's been ongoing in my French class for a while has been that they're sage green and not seafoam green. No, those are two separate things. Yeah, so, but it's, it's a whole, it's a whole, debate. back and forth, like, it's happened, we've gone through it, like, three times. I'll be on your side, I think seafoam is different than sage, so yeah. yeah. Um, what, what is your favorite city that you have visited? Oh, easily Paris. Oh my gosh, I'm going there this summer. I'm so excited. It was so fun when I went, when we, like, because I went Yeah, you went with the school. That's so cool. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Like, was it, like, different? Is it, like, different? 
like from I mean obviously it's different than here but like yeah, was it like, like the culture's different not in the sense of like it looks different yeah. but like the people and the interactions like mm-hmm. completely different that's like, amazing oh my gosh I'm so excited it's just like so like mm-hmm. open and free mm-hmm. and I feel like sometimes here like things feel so like boxed yeah yeah mm-hmm. but over there it's just like you're there like you're not even from the country like you're just like free to like go around and like see things and like tour and like so awesome see all the new culture and everything it's crazy it makes such a like it just opened your eyes too like it's not so like small um what's your favorite band or music or both whatever you feel like answering oh boy see (laughs) i don't even know how to answer this because my spotify rap was all over the place let me tell you yes um literally i'd have to put my favorite is probably indie pop okay that's that's fair i'd agree with that yeah and it's not like um a very like popular kind of mm-hmm. genre um but I do like listen to country like I listen to regular pop yeah. like I'll occasionally listen to rap I'm very specific about rap though yes I agree. um but I think like indie pop just has like such like a vibe to it that I just like love so much mm-hmm. like I always can vibe with it I like, just like laying down like listening to it and it's just like nice like yeah rap I have to be in the mood for like mm-hmm. definitely like I think before a game or like for mm-hmm. you a game for me yeah. and I can listen to it but otherwise like, I can't just like listen to it in the car no yeah indie pop just like it's I just, love the energy chill yes love the energy okay for our final question <laughs> this is a mental health podcast so of course I have to check in on my guests um how are you doing (laughs) you can be honest if you want to be yeah you know I'm good right now that's Um, good I have a lot going on um Mm -hmm. but again focusing on like what do I have control over um accepting what I don't yeah and you know moving forward in life since obviously we're like seniors now it's the last quarter of our senior year I know I'm trying not to let senioritis just like Ugh, pop in it's, there it's it's just like it's I holding know. on to me right now yeah, just trying literally. to shake it off no. and i'm just like please yes. i'm like i need to leave class no you don't you have to stay in class like don't yeah. yeah i'm i'm excited for the transition though to like yeah let things go and like take on like the new chapter of everything yeah. so that's just like what i'm trying to focus on right now yeah. is like the future and like all the possibilities that are left in life yeah know? i think that's amazing i think i'm glad that you're doing well right now and that you are using your own words of advice because sometimes we can all like say stuff yes. and not do it. You gotta walk the walk. Yeah, period. All right, so thank you for coming on here. I yeah. really enjoyed talking to you, and you had a lot of great answers. So yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm I'm a big, I'm big on mental health. Yeah. Like this this stuff means a lot to yeah. me, and like I I really am, like admire what you do. And oh, stuff. thank you. I'm such a big fan. Yeah. If you didn't oh, know. Yeah. Like, I'm such a big Thank fan, Thank you so guys. much. <laughs> um, I see you in my hoodies, guys. Yeah, like, I oh. have a hoodie. It's one of my favorites. I yes. love it so much, and I'm going to buy more. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm going to put the store back up, so get excited. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, well, thank you. Of course. Thank you all for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope it helps all of you listening that may be going through an injury or maybe getting back to playing after an injury realize that you are not alone in your struggles and that it does get better. Ainsley is a prime example that you can go into an injury devastated and come back anxious and afraid, but then become stronger both mentally and physically because you've gone through so many obstacles. Obviously, your sport should not be your whole life. And unfortunately, it sometimes takes an injury to force us to take time off in order to realize that. I want to thank Ainsley for allowing me to interview her about vulnerable topics and for being a great friend. 
I hope you all have a great rest of your day, night, morning. I love you all and take Ainsley's story, words, and tips with you after you have listened. Life can be tough and you will have periods where you take a hit to your mental state, but things will get better and you will get stronger. You are never alone in your struggles and your struggles can become your strengths with time and proper healing.